Hi, everyone. Welcome to the ImpactVest podcast, transformative global innovation in a new era of impact. I'm Aisha Williams, the founder and CEO of ImpactVest. And along with our guest host, we aim to inspire and motivate towards collective positive global impact to solve our world's most pressing challenges in sustainability. With each episode, we will engage in insightful conversations with global change makers, visionaries, and sustainability activists who wish to build a more sustainable and resilient future. Join us now as we create the future of impact. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. I hope you've been enjoying our episodes. I am here today with Joseph Wanume, who's the founder and CEO of Access to Solar Technologies. Welcome, Joseph, to our podcast. Thank you, Aisha. I'm glad to be here on your broadcast, and uh, I'm excited to share with you what we are trying to do and the impact we are creating on our communities in Uganda. Thank you. Thank you, Joseph. Well, we're all excited to hear about what you've been working on with access to solar technologies. So you've been a social entrepreneur uh, for more than seven years, and you started your career as a franchise owner at SolarNow Services in Uganda. So can you tell us a bit more about your background? Just like the way you introduced me, my name's um, Joseph Wanome, one of the founding members of Access to Solar Technologies, which is founded here in Uganda, East Africa. We have been working since 2016, and we are legally registered by 2017 June. I've worked with uh, a couple of solar companies like SolarNow, and uh, I was working in uh, management levels, working as a franchisee, working as a team leader and uh, area manager. And that's where I got the experience to also start up my own company called Access to Solar with support of other two members. Uh, For them, they are professionally teachers, but they came on board and uh, decided to support me so that we can start the entrepreneurship uh, roadmap. Access to Solar was founded on two core reasons, and that was to make sure that all people who are off-grid can have access to renewable energy solutions, mainly solar. And also, we wanted to make it more affordable by having customized systems that can be accessed by any household or any solar user. Because we all believe that when you standardize a system or when you standardize your package, you, you end up leaving out other beneficiaries, but we decided to come up with a customized and a system that can, which is inclusive, basically a holistic approach whereby it can bring all people from bottom to up. So when we started, we also agreed that we shall be going door to door and also employing solar ambassadors in different areas so that they can ease access of solar energy because some people can be down there in the rural area and they can't move to urban area to access certain services but when you take the service near nearer to them it makes life simple for them and it can be easier for them to access and not only that we also thought about the affordability part whereby we came up with a, a pay plan uh, payment program whereby we uh, make you access our services through your ability. Not that you have to pay cash, but we also have pre-financed systems whereby plant can 
pay a certain percentage, maybe 20%, 30% of the total cost, and then the balance is paid in a period of 12 months. So when we came together and agreed on all that, we decided to start access to solar. And uh, as I talk now, it has really greatly impacted on our community, especially in the uh, eastern part of Uganda, which is borderland with the western part of Kenya. So we have greatly served a couple of households and institutions. Uh, currently, we have over a thousand households and uh, over 50 institutions. And approximately, we count ourselves that we have managed to light up or power up over 5,000 Ugandans. So Access to Solar, since 2017, it has been actively operating automatically with support of other agencies which have come on board to support us too. From the kickstart, there were there some people who supported us, and even currently, we still have some other people who are supporting us, like uh, Sende Uganda, which is a solar energy network for decentralized energy access. So through access to solar technologies, you've really been able to provide affordable access to your off-grid clients. How large do you see this market as currently, and what kinds of partnerships do you still require in order to really reach all of the clients who need your services? Uh, when, when we look into the market of uh, solar as access to solar technologies, we see a bright future ahead of us because now the market is very responsive. It is responding positively towards uh, accessing solar energy, which has not been the case before. We were having issues of sensitizing uh, the society on uh, how good solar energy can be. But right now we no longer do a lot of sensitization. We are just now promoting the service, the benefits, and uh, also how best they can uh, generate revenue out of it. Uh, access to solar is now pushing for our clients to appreciate that they can not only use solar for lighting, watching TV and listening to radio at their house, but also they can generate revenue at the end of the day, which we always call productive use of solar energy. And uh, in doing that, we are improving on their livelihood that when you buy a solar system, it can do the milling during the time of flood, and then at night you can use it for lighting. And we are also saying you can come up as a group have a, a solar system which can enable you to generate revenue. The market is really growing and the future is bright, just like the way said. As we are migrating from these uh, household consumptions, we are going for productive use energy. When you look into the general energy in the country, you see that some of the energy sources are not reliable compared to solar energy. Because solar energy is more reliable, we get sun every day, irrespective of whether it is rainy season or dry, uh, dry season, we get sun every day, which means having equator here, it is of added advantage to Ugandans and East Africa at large. So we are beating in reliability, we are beating the hydro energy and other energy sources. 
And uh, apart from maintenance, there is no any other extra expense involved. When we look at the partnerships, we are looking forward to have different partnerships. Just like Kawai said, currently we have some partnerships, but we have been more on impact. Right now, we want to grow our business into reaching more people. And uh, when we get access to partners who are interested in investing with us, that will be the best thing we can do for our community because we need to reach more people. So with the partners, we are really interested in getting more partners on board, especially those who can fund with the debt funding, with the donations. We welcome all of them so that Access to Solar can realize its vision of increasing access to renewable energy and its goals of making sure that households and clients can get affordable, reliable, clean, renewable energy uh, solutions. Thank you. Right, because when we're thinking about renewable energy um, and solar energy, like you said, Joseph, you have sun each day and it's a source of energy that can really make a difference in so many households, right? And this allows for a household to run, for children to go to school, for work, um, for access to the internet, right? And so there are many, many different ways that your services are changing lives. This is why it's so important for us to be able to profile you on our podcast because it's through services like yours and other entrepreneurs that are the solutions for the future, right? Because when households yes. have access to the internet and to be able to just run their households, this is how we begin to transform the future to provide renewable energy sources like access to solar technologies is providing is truly the future of energy. And do you, do you have any stories from your clients about how your services have changed their daily lives? Yes, there are very many. Majority of the clients who have been in position to access our services, uh, when, like most of them, we reach them before they get on the national grid. But even after when the national grid comes and gets to their facility, they always come back to us and they're like, no, me, you gave me my solar system in the last five years and I feel I need to upgrade. Then I'm like, but you got power, the national grid. Why are you not tapping on the national grid? They're like, no, I'm not willing to go for the national grid. I'm now used to solar energy and it is better. Those who are on national grid are complaining because their power is always on and off. And even the tariffs, sometimes they end up to be very high. So they always come back and give testimonies and how it has also improved on their livelihood, especially those who have already bought in the idea of productive use of solar energy. They are already generating income. Like we have some farmers who have been using uh, manual irrigation and have others who have been using uh, diesel uh, irrigation pumps. When they came for our solar pumps, they started realizing that it is now generating for them more profit and the, the yield is also very good. And the sustainability, the reliability of the solar water pump is also good for them. So we have got a lot of testimonies from our clients. 
That's wonderful is, is that they're that they're choosing your services over the national grid, right? Because solar technology is probably more reliable for them to access. Do you see that as a continuing trend that clients will continue to choose your services and solar technology over the national grid? Uh, yes, we, we see ourselves having a continuous trend of customer coming back because as we look forward to upgrade as a company even our clients are also looking forward to upgrade and we anticipate that in future our clients will start selling power to the national grid because they will be having excess and that excess will be sold to the national grid so we see ourselves at at one time working together with the national grid and also we see ourselves in future that our clients will be generating revenue from the state because the government will be buying power from them to sell to other people. Right. And so so they'll be able to generate revenue from their excess energy. Yes. Right. So it's really many different business models. The clients get really transform their lives in terms of making revenue, changing their households, their livelihoods, and being able to truly transform energy access. And I think for them to be able to sell energy back to the national grid, right? And to to kind of find the business model there is really creative. That will probably solve many problems. (laughs) Yeah. Because Aisha, for for example, if you have a a milling mill and you have uh, uh, a bigger capacity of solar energy, that means you'll be milling during the time or at night, but you'll always have excess at your bar. So the only way you can utilize the excess is by going to the national grid and negotiate with them so that you can give them the excess. Automatically, those who are not going to be having excess are there. So at all time, national grid will need power to give to the consumers. So those in solar energy will be having excess. They will be in position to sell to the national grid. But even those who will not be having excess, they can use the enough that they have to generate revenue through doing other things. Yeah, and so that's, and so definitely I think the market is very large for solar energy. You want to be able to expand right into more more households. And so now you're in East Uganda. How do you see scaling throughout Uganda and maybe into other countries? Yeah, we, we see ourselves uh, as a company which has a bright prospects of growing big to covering the entire country and also uh, extending our services to the neighboring countries like uh, near shoring like Kenya, mm-hmm. Rwanda and Tanzania mm-hmm. through different partnerships that we may end up entering into in we see ourselves having ability to expand to the regional because as East African community, every day it is growing big. We started as three countries when I was around uh, 14 years old. As we talk now, we are up to six because we have Uganda, Tanzania, Rwanda, Burundi, uh, uh, and Sudan. Somalia also applied. Uh, I'm very sure that even Sudan will also apply when they normalize from the insurgencies they are in. So East Africa and even DRC 
is the new market on block which has just opened up they joined east african community so in business term the the the, the, the east african block is growing big and when we get access to uh, renewable energy funding available from any donor and funder agents we shall expand to a bigger market and it is in our strategic plan of five years well, we're really looking forward to all of your plans and uh, to, to see you scale and to see your services provide solar access to more households and to change their livelihoods. Uh, we're really excited for you to be part of our team here at the Impact Best Alliance. And we're looking forward to being able to speak to you about your plans to scale and your plans for access to solar technologies. And so thank yeah. you for being on our podcast today. Joseph, it was really a pleasure to speak to you. I think you're doing great work. I do think that you're building the future of sustainable access and affordable access to energy, right? And this is what's needed to provide households with the energy access uh, that they need to be able to grow, to maintain their households, and you're building it. So really great work for you and your team. Thank you for appreciating the work we are trying to create on the ground. We are also looking forward to see more fruits coming from Impactivist Alliance. And uh, the, the reason why we're very uh, receptive in joining Impactivist Alliance is that we want to see that we grow, but we can't grow alone. When you walk alone, you walk fast. But when you walk with other people or with other agencies, you walk for a long distance because of the motivation, the support, and all that. So coming to join you, we see a great opportunity ahead of us. Yes, and we're really happy to have you here with us. We believe that we're all stronger together. And if we build together uh, towards the sustainable future that, that we all want, then that's better for all of us and all and, and for our families and, and uh, for for all of the lives that we want to be able to change and for the better. And so, so that's why we are here to build together and to be able to really build the future that we all need. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so important for us to have this vision together um, because we're all working towards the same goal. And, and, and so that's what we want to be able to focus on here. So Thank you, Joseph. And I look forward to seeing you in our global calls and uh, speaking about your progress. And, and I know that you'll be the leader in your markets um, and we'll, we'll see really amazing scaling and progress here because you have a great product and you have a great client base already. And so thank you very much, Joseph. It was really nice to speak to you today and I'll you in our global calls. Thank you, Joseph. You're welcome. Thank you, everyone, for listening to the Impact Best podcast, transformative global innovation in a new era of impact. Join us next week for another episode and become part of our Impact Best newsletter community, where you will receive all of the latest updates about our work in this new era of innovative impact finance. See you next week as we create the future of finance at Impact Best.